This is just episode seven. I is feel it? like we've been here for 300 episodes already. A thousand lifetimes with you wouldn't be enough. Is that a compliment? Bitch, yes. <laughs> Why can't you accept compliments? I can. I just cannot differentiate when it's a compliment or an insult. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, welcome back to Russian Dolls episode 7. Let's start with our usual ceremony, Rape. Yeah. You've already done it. You, you're like, there is no... I can do more, but also, we still don't have a pipe. Oh, right. If someone wants to speak my love language and send me a gift, please order a nice, cute, little rapid pipe. I would appreciate it. DM me, comment. I'll, I'll send you the info. Oh, okay. If somebody wants to speak my love language, a <laughs> <laughs> million dollars cash, I can also gladly accept that. I thought your love language was acts of service. Yes. <laughs> service me the million dollar dollars worth of dollars <laughs> or vocabulary whichever one here you go grounding today make a cute face make a cute face make a cute face impossible <coughs> oh oh my god oh cute face cute face cute face cute face oh oh why do i always why does it always look like i have two reds <laughs> Fucking whore. <laughs> you look like a you know when horse gets scared because your ponytail looks like ponytail <laughs> what's bothering you today a lot of things i can tell <laughs> i think oh honestly just myself i missed the deadline or three today so e uh, last week and then two weeks ago and also there was one project that i was supposed to send back in september and i believe it's close to february right now uh, so honestly i'm annoyed at myself so do you want to talk about it yes thank you here comes, <laughs> the reaction. Here comes what the rapid reaction yeah because like i've seen your rapid reactions look never like that the reason why i'm silent is because you're right i really want to go deeper into Buddhism, mm -hmm. I'm very interested in it and I want to, just in my personal life, that is something that I want to go deeper into and especially I have a friend who is a Buddhist and she told me that the only way to become a Buddhist like properly mm -hmm. is by having a teacher. A person cannot just say, okay, now I want to become a Buddhist just because I decided to do so just because I bought a few Buddhist statues and I read the books you have to have a teacher you have to have somebody who's going to teach you mm -hmm. the teachings of Buddha that is the the way to do it so I'm looking for a teacher with a book yeah since sugar daddy didn't work now we're looking for a teacher either or look honestly whatever comes first I'll take it. I am looking for a Buddhism teacher. Imagine if he comes with a boat. That's going to be a wish come true. Okay, in that a case... A very nice, hot Buddhist teacher that will teach you everything you need to know about Buddhism. And also, that's going to happen on the boat in the Bahamas. I'm okay either. Look, even if it's here, it's cold right now. 
but he can have a boat here. He can be based here, mm-hmm. and then we can go. Yeah, that's what the- I meant. Okay, cool. A little side fact: Buddha was not chubby, like <laughs> like many depictions of him. He's mainly portrayed this way because it's symbolic of happiness in the East. He practiced moderation in all things, fasted regularly, and spent most of his time walking hundreds of miles, spreading his philosophy of enlightenment. So, him being chubby or fat is purely just to Ab- depict the abundance, abundance and happiness. Because you, when you look at him, at the statue, you're like, this He's guy happy. is happy. This guy eats really well. Mm-hmm. This guy sleeps enough. This guy uh, is just like vibrating positive into the world. You know, interesting. I'm not sure if I've, if I've ever told you, but I started meditating from Buddhist meditations. That was the first meditation ever that I've done in my life. In 2014, I was invited to a Buddhist center in Boston by my friend who's a Buddhist. And um, I used to go there every Friday for like a guided group meditation. So that's how I started meditating. What made it a Buddhist meditation? Uh, It was a Buddhist center. It was a very specific meditation from like the book of meditations that they had. It had like certain rules, certain things that you need to visualize throughout the meditation had like Buddhist mantras that you are supposed to repeat. So it was like a proper Buddhist meditation. I'm not a big fan of committing to a certain religion. In my opinion, that limits your view of the world and like your open-mindedness. Because certain religions, they put limitations on your reality. So I like certain things from this religion, certain things from that religion. And even though I'm Christian... I don't see myself as Christian. So for me to believe in something that Buddhists believe in, I don't need to convert. Like unless I really want to pursue that spiritual path, I don't see a need to convert. I'm not sure if we will include that in this podcast, but I'm going to tell you. One of my friends in Boston, he's Jewish, but he's like religiously Jewish. And one time someone asked him, okay, everything is kosher in your life. What about the things that go up your nose? (laughs) And and he said, oh, I spoke to the rabbi and he said, anything that comes through your nose is kosher. (laughs) See, we just live in a world full of hypocrites that just... But that's religion. That's why I am not a big fan of religions because you create the rules to adjust what's right Uh, and what's wrong to control the population. All right. So so we're good. So I'm a Buddhist now then. Why don't you take the things that you like about certain religion and bring them into your reality? without calling it a religion. When I told my mom that I've been going to church for ages when I'm in America, because I go to Baptist churches to sing gospel, she said, okay, that's cute. She sees religion, especially going to church part, as we just all need something to do. We just all need community. So she just sees that as community, which makes sense. I see it as your personal ritual. Whatever 
helps you believe in yourself and manifest a better reality for you, please do it. I'm going to tell this story without naming a person, even though I, I, I'm sure she wouldn't mind, but talking about the reality and how we put limits on ourselves. She was looking at her dream house. She was just looking at different options, what's available, and she put a limit of $2 million. She was like, okay, I'm going to look at a house, $2 million tops. And then she caught herself. She's like, wait, I'm dreaming right now. Mm-hmm. Why in my wildest dreams, mm-hmm. I have a $2 million <laughs> limit for my dream house? Good question. Amazing question. So she, I think she, she stopped with all the limits right now. So... Yeah. That is a good that is an amazing point. Or when we look at a dream car, why would anyone do the okay, 40,000 or whatever 30,000 is the limit. Sky is the limit. Like can you imagine in our own heads we have a limit. Yes, 2 million dollars. Great example. You are trying to manifest a certain amount of money. Mm-hmm. Imagine. But you're telling yourself, I'm going to get that amount of money through this specific project or like through this specific line of work that I'm doing. That's you putting a limit on yourself in your head because money can come from anywhere. Why are you limiting the universe in terms of the way of delivery of your wish? Right? Because it's really hard for a universe to deliver you a very specific desire through a very specific path that you're asking for. You want something to happen? Just ask for the result. Don't worry about the process. Just let it unfold. Let it unfold and sometimes in unexpected ways. I feel like a lot of dancers, well, I know that a lot of dancers are limiting themselves to a specific artist. A lot of a lot of dancers will say, oh, I want to, let's say, dance for Chris Brown or want to dance for Justin Bieber, and that's it. Or if it's a choreographer, they would also put, okay, Nicki Minaj or Beyonce, and they will shut themselves off from... Any other great mm-hmm. artist that could also mean the world to their career. So that is a great example too. So just think of a result and let the rest out of your hands. All right, moving on to IG questions. IG questions. So we asked you guys to tell us your sign without telling tell, us your Tell sign. us your zodiac sign without telling us your zodiac sign. Why the hell am I an air sign? I should be water. The thing is, I don't even know who's who. Okay, who's air that's sign. very easy. That's Aquarius. Because it's an air sign, but it's Aquarius. Uh, it's like, it has like water in the symbol. It's, Aquarius it's like, is an air sign? Yeah. So I'm I sure, would be confused too. I'm sure it's Aquarius. I feel you. I want to discover you deeper. Scorpio. I think it's a Scorpio, yeah, because I can relate. I want black, but I also want white. And then also, okay. I'm Gemini. <laughs> okay. <can> stop there. <laughs> it's a Gemini for sure. Uh, this one is a Gemini too, I think. 
Carnival in my head never stops, not even for a minute. I think that's a Gemini because that explains a lot. I'm the best one. We all know that one. <laughs> it's an Aries. <laughs> I got you. Cleaning addiction. Virgo. <laughs> Absolutely. 100% Virgo. I want to marry me. Scorpio? Aries? Or maybe just a pure narcissist. <laughs> Susan, you're just a bitch. <laughs> mm -hmm. I think this one is a Scorpio. I forgive you. But just so you know, I remember everything. <laughs> yep. Yep. Sounds like a Scorpio. Am I serious? Crybaby with a head in the clouds. Pisces. 100% Pisces. Okay, 100% not Aries. Do, do, do you know Pisces? They, they live uh, in their own like dream world that is very different from reality most of the time. And they like to cry. Yeah, sounds they, like my mom. Because they take everything personally. Sounds like my mom. I love my mom. Cleaning up after cleaning up. Virgo. Virgo. Double Virgo. Double Virgo. I Google how to find boyfriend without actually leaving the house and comfort zone. Taurus. 100%. Manipulation is my hobby. I know that one. Who is that? The one that you have. Scorpio. I want to be a center of attention because who else can be? <laughs> I'm not even going to answer. Look, somebody has to... <laughs> Has somebody has Did you message it? yourself? Bipolar. Gemini. Mm -hmm. Tell me your zodiac sign without telling me your zodiac sign. Well, the thing is, it's in the name. It's in the number. We're number one <laughs> for a reason. We're just all around best. I think best at everything. If you watch all, best the, at love, all the previous best episodes. At life, best at athletics. You can guess. People who say we need to be She's center not of even attention. giving me the pause to talk. <laughs> yeah, people, because I, did, I didn't finish. People who say we need to be center of attention, it's not our fault that we just are. Look, somebody has to be the best. We were just willing to take the burden. Yeah, exactly. That's off everyone's shoulders. So. Thank you so much for doing that. You're so welcome. Thank you so much. I don't know how the world would exist without Aries in it. Thank you so much. And thank you, my fellow Aries, for being the best. <laughs> what about you? Oh, you find me attractive? I'm not doing anything. <laughs> That's a Scorpio. <laughs> Oh, I'm just going to look at you like this. It's fine. Because I'm probably looking at my own reflection in your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and moving on to question of the day. It was birthed out of a question we received um, about family boundaries. And the question is, how did you set healthy boundaries with your family? Do you want to go first? Sure. It took me a while to understand that the fact that they are my family doesn't mean that I should sacrifice my own self-love and well-being to make them happy. It took me 30 years, actually. And I love my family very much, don't get me wrong. But the fact that you are connected by blood doesn't mean that you should disrespect yourself if it comes to that. That's my rule. Did you come to that realization through therapy? No, I've never done like traditional therapy in my life. Okay. I've done like a lot of alternative things. I came to realization um, of that 
couple of years ago when I was already feeling very down and I decided to fly back to Russia, home to spend some time with my family. As I thought, I'm going to recharge and, you know, re-energize myself. But it was a lot of conflict and I was not prepared mentally for that because I was already feeling down. So instead of charging me, it actually like destroyed me even more. And I asked myself, why exactly did I pay so much money to fly to a different continent, mm. take the time off and spend it here? And I realized that it's okay to say no when you feel like saying no. It's okay to not to call your family sometimes. So with me, I guess unfortunately, I never had a strong bond with my family. Because when I was a child, I had really strong negative feelings towards my grandmother because I knew that she was bullying my mother because she gave her so many insecurities about her weight because she was always skinny. To think that so, like your own mother would tell you to put on three pairs of tights just so you don't look too skinny for the boys I don't even know how I got to that conclusion but for me it was I knew that my grandmother gave my mom insecurities and I love my mom so I saw my grandmother as a source of my mom's misery in a way so for me I never had a strong connection with my grandmother and then the same happened with one of her sisters so I never had that oh elderly people are somebody who I have to, you know, put on a pedestal. I never had that because for some reason as a child, I just strongly disliked one of the sisters and my grandmother. With all due respect, they hurt my mom. So I was like, no, no, no. If you hurt what I love, who I love, I'm going to fight you. <laughs> Arius. So unfortunately, it made me not have a very strong bond with family I do I'm close with my mom close with, with my brother and that's it I when I, growing up I was close with everyone who I was talking to inside the family but because I didn't have that veil of mm, unconditional love mm -hmm. for all the members when it would come down to you know the question I wonder if you got those questions when you were of age oh what is your love life? Oh, when are you getting a boyfriend? When are you getting married? And this and this and that. I hated those questions. I'm sure most of women hate that question. And I asked very politely. I told them, I don't want to talk about it. When it happens, I will let you know. I don't feel comfortable. Like, I, I have no interest in that conversation. Because you keep... It's not like you asked me once. You keep bringing this up. And it's annoying to me. I don't want to talk about it. Mm -hmm. I remember specifically the last time I talked to one of my moms, my aunt. That was the reason because she kept like pushing on that. And I said, I'm not going to talk to you if you keep bringing it up. And she kept bringing it up. Ever since then, I haven't talked to her or looked in her eyes once. I kept my promise. Okay. <laughs> so that's like Aren't a family dinner is just so fun. I think that was the last family dinner I had. <laughs> like, they don't invite you anymore. Well, yeah. You've been banned. 
think about what we've been talking on this podcast this whole time. If you don't put yourself first, you're not going to help your family. You want to help your family? You love your family? Put yourself first. And if it means saying no, if it means not getting in touch with them on a regular basis, then yeah, do that. And when it comes to criticizing, I just remember there was not too long ago, I was on a call with my mom and my brother and they started criticizing me and talking, I think, about my lips. I just hung up. I'm like... And also, if your family is toxic... Boundaries. If your family is toxic... To listen to that. Protect yourself, because that's the case too. Like, not yeah. every single family is healthy. Well, un- unfortunately, unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately. If it's toxic for you, block. Do not talk. Whatever. It is what it is. It's hard. It's really hard because everyone wants a family and it's it's a question of can I work on this? Can I change something? Yes, I'm changing my behavior and I'm putting healthy boundaries, but it's not working. So because should I others just need dis- to be changing things too? Yes, that is the question because there are so many people. If we talk about family and older family members, they will never most likely change. So that is the question. Do I just put up with it? Or do I cut them off? Where is that? It took me 30 years to understand that, okay, sometimes we need to cut people for some time. Mm. All right. Instead of suffering, I wish everyone to be able to work through the family issues and find a way to communicate. Do you remember that email that I showed you from my mom? Because there was a time in my history between me and my mom uh, where the only communication tool that existed between us was email. Yeah, I keep forgetting that. So my situation was never that bad. <laughs> I keep forgetting that there was a whole... Some people communicate with their mothers through email. She was blocked on Facebook. <laughs> um, she Her phone number was blocked and email was the only point of communication. And at some point, I was not even responding to that. And the email that I showed you, it was like 2014. And the email that I showed you it said, I give you 48 hours to get in touch with me to confirm that you are alive or I will have to contact Russian embassy in the United States so they can have a little investigation to confirm that you're still alive. Do you remember that email? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So trust me, I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Save yourself 30 years of your life and start putting yourself first right now. Your family will thank you for that. Yeah, there will never there is this great saying about the only people who who will have problems with you setting boundaries are the people who benefited from you not having those boundaries. So Exactly. With that I finished tonight's episode. Thank you very much. Follow, Follow us, us on Instagram. To the top of the world. Fo- okay, fun. <laughs>